If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Who else would I be if I'm not myself? I'm not sure I like this one as much. The lime one is really good. The lime, uh, the lime sun, sunjoy, suntoy. What is it? Suntory. Suntory. Sunny conservative. Sunny conservative. Yes. A suntory. That is a Canadian political joke that no one outside of Canada will get, and many people inside of Canada will also not get. Uh, what was I going to complain about? Oh, Japan. So here's my problem with Japan. So our buddy in Japan, our college buddy who sends us a, you know, care, sends me a care package every Christmas, he couldn't send them one last year until later, so I didn't get it until June because they were, like, locking down, like, personal shipments of things, I guess, to allow, like, commercial shipments to get out. Same thing again happening this year with Christmas. He went to go send his package to me. He couldn't send it to me. So anyway, he couldn't send me um, the care package, the Christmas package between our families because they have it locked down to a two-kilogram Two kilograms, what, four and a half pounds, give or take? Yeah. So four point four pounds. Four point four pounds. So they that's the the maximum weight you can have. So I guess they're limiting everything. The funny thing is, I sent him his package a few weeks ago. It probably arrived today. So for some reason I can send a great big box of Canadian stuff to Japan, not a problem, yet people in Japan cannot send it back, unless maybe it's a business. That's weird, right? I... Uh, no, it makes sense, actually, because they're not too worried about import stuff. They're wor- worried about their, the, the businesses being able to export stuff. Right. The planes coming in, they're not really controlling that. Yeah. They can control what leaves and goes in. Well, you can control both, but... You could control both, but it is... Uh, well, I guess in stuff coming in, too, there's no commercial benefit. Because if stuff doesn't come in, that means all the delivery people in Japan have less to do. Yeah. So it's actually better to have it come in. That's better for the economy than even if it's a personal care packages. I'm annoyed because I probably got my Christmas package till March. And I want my... So you know what he's sending us? This is like a, a spoiler for the future for episodes. A, or a sneak peek. It's a sneak peek. We are going to get Kit Kats you can't get here. Ooh. We're going to get the sake Kit Kats that have real sake. They have like non-alcoholic beer amount of alcohol in them. Kids aren't supposed to... Children aren't supposed to have them. We're going to get alcoholic Kit Kats from Japan. Sake Kit Kats. And they're just for us. No, let's get some. Actually, that's we should have sake on the show at some point. Hey, that's a good idea. Where can we get sake from? Anywhere. Well, the liquor store. Not only liquor I know, store. but where can we get good sake from? The liquor store. I want the Chausset sake. That's good. I yep. had in Tokyo. Hold on a sec. But we need to get the warmed little sake uh, glasses, too. Sake. Some yep. are warm, some aren't. I had a sake supper one evening in Japan. Now, a sake supper... Uh, is where you get all these little shared dishes, and you get a different like pairing, a sake pairing with each. So it's, it's like a wine tasting thing with the yeah, the, the wine you, and food tasting things. Except you eat a lot of oh, it's, it's Japanese bar food, but it's much better than our bar food. So it's really nice Japanese food and a lot of rice wine, and then scene missing. <laughs> it was a good night. That's uh, let's start the show. Oh, gotta close this one. So it's like wine and hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. All right. We are just winging this one. That's the name of this episode. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. As always, we're going to eat some Asian snacks and have some good Middle-Aged Man Talk. Richard, what are we snacking on tonight? Pokey and... Pocky! Pocky, Not pokey. Pokey, 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 whatever. 
Papero? Pocky and Papero. Papero is the Korean version of Pocky. Like, they have their own brand for it. Probably pronouncing that ro- very wrong. I don't know how to pronounce Korean. That's uh, that's one of the Asian languages I don't know very well. But it's Pepero or Pepero. It has to be Pepero. It can't be Pepero. Anyway, we have... Oh, hold on. And this is uh, Almond. Almond Pepero and Plain Chocolate Pocky. The big Pocky. Like we had last time, the almond ones. Yeah. These ones, well, one of the last times. And these are just the plain chocolate ones. Yeah, so the uh, Korean ones, it looks like a thinner Pocky, thin, long Pocky, but it's... Like the regular Pocky, but covered in chocolate nuts. Yeah, so basically, um, chocolate-covered almonds. And a drink we have an unsweetened lemon tea, which I believe is Chinese. Do I have a sticker that tells me? Yep, Hong Kong, Chinese. All right. So, shall we have a Pocky? Or no, a Pepero. Let's start with a Pepero. A Pepero. A Pepero. Yeah, it's um, indistinguishable from Pocky in every way. It's made by the Lot brand. We've had Lot stuff in the past. L-O-T-T-E. At the very top, though, it says Korea, number one brand. I was like, aren't they biased? Like, what are they going to say? Korea, number seven brand. We're still pretty good. There's only six brands better than us. In Korea. All of Korea, yeah. Yeah, in Korea, yeah. Like, globally, who knows what that would be. I'm trying to add the Japanese Pocky one now. Yeah, they're both buy again. Clear as advertised. It's a cracker stick with cho- dipped in chocolate. Yep, that's that's exactly what it is. But, like, way better than the other things I brought here before. Like, those, what was that weird thing we had that was bad? It's a long list of weird bad yeah. things. I think that the Pockies are a buy again. Definitely, they just disappeared. You want some more? There's more. Save the rest for your people, probably. Yeah. They'll like these ones. Well, you can eat more if you want. I don't care if you save more for your family. So the Pockies are definitely a buy again. They work with this tea, this nice Chinese lemon plain tea, because the Pockies are sweet, but there's no sugar in the tea. So it kind of it kind of works together. Yeah. To be eating basically candy with unsweetened tea. Now on to tonight's topic. bum ba Alright, so Christmas is upon us. Let's talk about turkey stuffing. How do you like to stuff a bird? I mean, you probably enjoy stuffing a bird, right? I enjoy it. I find it very satisfying. Is it 1955 in Las Vegas? Am I on stage? <laughs> uh, believe so, it or not, I thought that up all on my own. That's not a copy from anyone else. That's. I think I could have been a great, Las, in the Mafia days of Las Vegas, a great comic. So, when you're stuffing your bird, you have to make sure you can get your hand right in there. But seriously, though. The, the In Western culture, the turkey dinner at Christmas is kind of like a common thing, yet all the side dishes very great. Like, I mean, there's mashed potatoes, but even that, there's variations. But the stuffing, and the reason why I ask is I have two, two distinct stuffings in my life. I have the Newfie one from Newfoundland, where I grew up, which is very fine breadcrumbs, maybe very fine chopped up fried onions with... The savory spice, or the savory herb, but the one grown locally, which has a distinct taste due to the soil, salt and pepper, fat, butter, whatever, and that's that stuffing. Basically, breadcrumbs, salt and pepper, savory, and grease. That's it. And the other one, it's one my mother makes. She's from Quebec, near Montreal, and it's crazy. There's walnuts, there's apples, there's raisins, there's big chunky bits of bread. We also put the Newfie savory in. We've kind of adapted a bit, salt and pepper, but it's like this crazy stuff with all these things going on. I love it. But it's um, it's funny, growing up, my mother and I liked hers, 
And my brother and my dad only liked my dad's, the Newfie ones. We were kind of split the family, so my, mom, my mother made both. But um, stuffing's always different. My mother-in-law makes a stuffing, and it's all like apples and prunes or something. It's a Scandinavian one. It's not bad with the rest of the meal, but it's um, it's weird. And they stuff it in a duck on Christmas Eve. Everything in Denmark is just like here, but kind of weird. Not bad, but just kind of like, that's like, like that's just past the normal deviation. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, okay. Well, standard deviation. Path. It's like, okay, turkey, potatoes. Oh, garlic, potatoes. Oh, different kind of, okay. You kind of go, okay, different, different, different. And then all of a sudden it's like, we have duck stuffed with fruit. And you go, okay. It's still not too weird. It's still a roasted bird. There's side dishes. There's root vegetables. But everything in Scandinavia is just far enough different. You're like, okay. Like here we have canned fish. There they have pickled fish. They have pickled fish. Why? You pickle fish. You mean you don't pickle fish? No, it goes in a can. Well, pickled herrings used to be a big thing. They did. Not anymore. No, and uh, I can remember my dad. My dad still eats pickled, occasionally gets pickled herrings as a... Imagine if McDonald's tried to be more traditional. The new Mick Pickled Herring. You know what? This doesn't taste good at all. <laughs> like, compared to, like, here's a quarter pounder or a Big Mac, here's some pickled herring in a bun. Just sort of spread it in. Mm-hmm. Spread it in and... And bones and everything. Yeah, yeah, they're and kind of small. Well, in Newfoundland, we do capelin. They're small little yeah. fish. And when the capelin come, literally come rolling in the beaches, they catch the nets and they smoke them, dry them out, and you eat them like jerky. It's fish jerky. I, I get them rarely, and my wife is like, good God, what's that smell? I bought, oh, never mind. The first time I bought it, she thought it was some kind of dog treat. But we, did, we didn't have a dog yet. <laughs> Why do we have this? It's fish jerky. It's good. You want one? No. I'm a vegetarian again. Until you cook steak. If you got a vegetarian who only eats fish, they're a what? A, pescatarian. A pescatarian. So what if you're a vegetarian, but you only eat cow? A beefitarian. A bovitarian? A bovitarian? A Bolivian? A Bolivian? <laughs> yeah, it's a Bolivian. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, so what kind of stuffing did you have? Because your mother's Dutch. So our stuffing was probably very similar to the... Uh, and I think I think part of it is that the um, the Newfie stuffing or the the bread stuff the bread stuffing with very little else added was more of a poverty thing than a yeah it's old it's old stale bread you know make it up you know even yeah. you know, grind it up small spices butter shove it in the bird yeah and that's both basically onion spices bread yeah you know because um, onions are cheap everyone has onions yeah no matter how poor you are you always have onions. There's no poor per like you go to the poorest house in the world, they got a couple onions. Not new ones, yeah. but So that's 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 what our stuffing was, is basically very pretty darn plain. However, my stuffing is a lot more like your mother's. I I like to put nuts in it. I like to put a little bit of fruit, a little bit of maybe a, one chopped up apple. Right. Um not a lot. What kind of apple? What I have. So I like using a Cortland apple. See, this is where I become an apple snob. There aren't many apple snobs anymore. But a Cortland apple is the kind of apple that is terrible for applesauce. It holds its shape when you cook it. So when you cook it in a stuffing, you get a nice cooked apple, but it's still a piece of apple. It hasn't gone so yeah. terribly soft. So a Cortland apple is uh, wonderful for well, cooking and stuffing. Throw, I'll occasionally throw some dried cranberry in. Yeah, I, I like I like raisins. Um, I've done raisins. My my mom would do raisins. Okay, uh, raisins are okay. I prefer I I prefer I prefer craisins. Craisins. 
which it's is not a real thing. Craisins are sweet and dried raisins, cranberry. Cranberries. I I know what they are, but it's a craisin. It's a, uh, anyway, but all dried cranberries have sweetness added. What I what I like is um, sultanas. Side note, you know raisin brand, the cereal raisin yep. brand, right? They have it in New Zealand. And you know, I say like things get different in other countries. Yeah, they're only like one or two steps off the normal Canadian deviation. They have Sultana brand. It's a different kind of raisin. It's the same brand. I've had it. It's almost exactly the same, but it's Sultana brand. So it's Sultana raisins as opposed or Sultana, to... It's a brand of brand. Sultana brand. It's Sultana brand. So Sultana brand with the brand flakes. I say brand. It's not brand. I can't speak. Which is why you do a podcast. That's why I do a podcast. <laughs> I have trouble talking. It's like it's like trying to talk to girls who are 14. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Oh, go over and talk to her. I'm practicing. <laughs> like, oh, this isn't, this is not going well. Yeah, so, so turkey stuffing, that's kind of a. One thing, though, that I have started doing is putting bacon crumble in my stuffing. Interesting. I like to put bacon on top of the bird. Oh, I do that too, as well. I do a bacon weave. Have you ever done a under the skin bacon weave? It's a little more difficult, but if you can lift the turkey skin up a bit, you get the bacon underneath. And so if you use a nice smoked bacon, you get a smoky flavor. In the turkey. It's not for everyone, but if you like that. See, you're, you're, I can see the, the hamster in the cage running faster in your brain. Hmm. I've got a smoker. Maybe, maybe this Christmas will smoke my turkey. Smoke your turkey. If it's anything like your, uh, your still, if you try to make your own whiskey. <gasps> Boom. You know what I find funny is like the whole deep fried like turkey thing or deep frying birds, which works great if you do it properly. But how many people... Burn buy, down the house? Well, they burn down the house or they have this thing and they burn themselves... Uh, even um, Captain Kirk, William Shatner, did a PSA, like a comedic PSA about it, like so many years ago. Because people, they don't have the little thing that holds the turkey, a little handle with the chain. And they just have the thing frozen. They don't actually thaw it first, which is, you don't put all that cold and all that hot oil, it's going to go foof, well, the explode. Problem, the, pro- the main problem with the putting it in is not so much the uh, frozen bird, it's not the cold to the hot, it's the water that condenses on the outside of the frozen turkey. Right. Which, you submerge it in boiling oil, it immediately turns to steam, and, and of course, these are almost always, they're not generally electric, almost always they are over an open flame, a propane burner, and so they get oil going down the sides of your pot, and, and, well, let's see, generally, in the States, they tend to do this for Thanksgiving, this is a, the, the, is a Thanksgiving thing. So this is November, so it's cold and, pro- and probably rainy, so you're doing it in your carport. <laughs> and so then, you're, then your carport catches fire and you burn down your house for Thanksgiving. And then you can be thankful that no one died. But what I find funny about this, yes, what I find funny about this is how people do this and they, they buy the thing, which is not cheap to buy. They can buy like $100, $200 depending on the, the kit and the cooker and the pot. Yeah. And then all the oil is expensive, even the turkey. So people clearly are spending all this money on it, and they don't read the instructions of, hey, how do I boil up, you know, four or five gallons of hot oil? Like, there's no, like, concept of, this might be dangerous. But people are like, oh, deep fryer, those are dangerous. But somehow, cooking a turkey in five times as much oil outside, that's fine. That's fine. So you get what one gallon deep fryer at home, and you get like the four or five gallon. Is pre- well, the thing is, uh, pressure cookers um, for a while just disappeared because, well, people wouldn't maintain them and they'd blow up. Yeah, those old nineteen seventy style pressure cookers. 
build a cast um, aluminium. Yeah. The problem with those is the heat came from the stove, from external source. The modern uh, combination crockpot ones, Instapot, those things turn themselves off. They have better safety valves, which are more uh, idiot-proof, basically. Yeah. But the thing is, there's a guy in my neighborhood, an older retired guy. He does this. We see him out there. If we go for like a Christmas Eve walk, we see or Christmas Day walk, we see the guy cooking up his bird. Cooking up his bird doesn't sound right. Anyway, he said he does Cornish hens instead because they cook faster and they're fantastic. So, like, everyone gets their own little bird. My dad used to do that sometimes for uh, New Year's. Cornish yeah. hens. I had Cornish hen as an appetizer for a Thanksgiving dinner once. <laughs> That's a weird appetizer. See, I would have gone with a pork appetizer. Totally different from the main course. Because a Cornish hen's just a wee little... It's a lot of bones, though. Yep. Anyway, um... This this is we're just winging it tonight. This is just our uh, it's our last show now, for the Christmas break, and we're just winging it. No, speaking so, of, oh, of stuffing, you can stuff a turkey with Cornish hen. Oh, like a turducken or a turhenen. Well, basically, what well, you can and you can just scale it up too. The the turducken thing, I've never had one. I've heard they're good. It just seems like it's too many things. Well, the thing is, we do, how does that work? Is it it's a turkey stuffed with a chicken, stuffed with a duck? Yes. And then you and you can stuff the duck with a quail. You stuff the quail with a hummingbird. I mean, hummingbird. <laughs> you could go to a sparrow first, but they actually debone them all, so it's all completely deboned. But they used to have one at the big Loblaws grocery chain in Canada. I remember when they were in the height of the popularity of the hype of the turducken, and it was a turkey stuffed with a there was a chicken and then a duck, and then they had some sort of pork sausage stuffing stuffed in that. So here's a bunch of sausage stuffed in. I thought. It's, it's too many meats. It's too many... Whatever so, happened to getting just a regular, like, 15-pound turkey, and you're good. The penultimate example of this, because this, this, is, this is an old thing, and I used to... It, and some of this was, at the end, it was stuffed with hummingbird tongues, you know. Hummingbird tongues? Yes. So this is royal, this is food for royalty type thing. It's like, how do you get a hummingbird tongue? Or tongues? How do you get... Like, that's a lot of hummingbirds. Well, th- think, think of saffron. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, at the same time, like, you don't have to try to chase saffron. It's just in a flower. Like, some guy picks it. Ah, oh, we have the saffron. Have you ever seen a hummingbird? They're so fast. They're crazy. Yeah, but people, uh, you make hummingbird traps. Yeah, but how many hummingbirds... Or you breed them. You have to breed them, because how many can you trap in a given area? I don't like, know. How many live... So you have to have traps throughout a huge forest and catch all these little teeny... Like, when you can just go shoot so a deer. This, this is for royalty, so... But the, the penultimate one was an elephant stuffed with a camel, stuffed with... This is a real down. thing. Yes, this is a real thing. So this is like what in like one of the, one of the Maharajas in India, or some like like you know wealthy... So like the, the equivalent of like um, an Indian billionaire a thousand years ago would have like a whole elephant stuffed <laughs> this, this, with a camel. This was, this was actually not that. I think this was actually in the 1800s. Um, oh, that's terrible. So it was... And, of course, this was not a traditional thing or anything like that. This was so, probably some British guy, British chef, wanting to show off. But an elephant's huge. Yes. How do you cook it up? But it was an elephant stuffed with a camel stuff, and they, it goes down from there. Think of the cooking What would time. you stuff in the camel? A donkey? Um, what, would you stuff in the, what would you stuff in the donkey? Who here is experienced stuffing a donkey? It was, prob- it was probably stuffed with, like, a cow stuffed with, you know. Is that a bad sign that I went right to cow? 
Because donkeys are smaller than cows, and I thought that would fit in the camel better. Yeah, well, it depends on the size of the cow. There's lots of many different sizes of cow. But this has really gone off the rails today, hasn't it? Well, you, this is kind of just winging it. We are just winging it. So, so what's the conclusion here? Stuffing... Stuffing can be taken too far. Stuffing can be taken too far. Some people take stuffing and they take it too far. Yes. <laughs> oh, all right. So, uh, but, so, so sometimes simpler is better. <laughs> so, so basically, but, but you're with me though. With stuffing with nuts and fruit and interesting, yes, is, is is better in a traditional Western turkey Christmas dinner. Yeah, I would say not. Too, but once again, you don't want to go that standard deviation. It should still be ninety percent bread and fat. Oh, maybe 80% bread and fat. Yeah, mine's probably more like 70, 75, 80, maybe. Depends how I make it up. I've made so much stuffing before because um, a buddy of mine was doing turkeys one year. You got one of those one year. Yes, that was, there, the, that was, it was like a 28, 28 to 30 pound bird. Um, I only had one inch or three quarters of an inch of clearance for it to fit in my stove. And it was not in a turkey pan. It was in like this big, thin, like commercial baking sheet I have that just fits in the oven. And it just worked. But we had so much stuffing. I used an entire huge loaf of sourdough. Plus yeah. all the other stuffing ingredients like nuts and apples. And yeah, no, I used an entire loaf of bread for that one. And It was good turkey, though. It was very good Locally turkey. raised, very fresh. Yes. Oh, uh, anyway. Well, that's it for tonight. In the comments, please let us know what you think about tonight's topic. Stuffing a bird. <laughs> it's a great title, isn't it? Especially with the... Uh, Ending there. The ending last there. Story. <laughs> I'm gonna add that out. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't stuff a bird. Um, yeah, so. uh, Richard's on his phone. If you can, please take a moment to share, like, subscribe, thumbs up button. <laughs> if you're already supporting on Patreon, thank you very much. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. <laughs> I, I thank I'd, you so much for listening. Good night. That's pretty good. Bonsoir, bonsoir, bonsoir. Bonjour. Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. (laughs) Woof.